You're listening to the Epic Event Podcast with B. Carroll Events founder and CEO, Bree Carroll. A show that breaks down how strategic experiences with purpose, impact, and community help you hit your business goals. Now, here she is, Bree. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Epic Event Podcast. This is your host, Bree Carroll, founder and CEO of B. Carroll Events. And I am thrilled that we have been switching things up over here um, and having guests join us on the Epic Event Podcast. So if you are a first-time listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for joining in. We like to break down all things experiences with purpose, impact, and community. And we are starting to talk a little bit more of the technical side of things, the lessons learned, and the case studies that go into what makes an event an event. And how do we get to um, learn from one another and hear the realities of events so that we can continually to raise the bar, rise together and execute epic events. So I'm really, really excited to have a friend of mine joining on the podcast today. And that is none other than Christine Monroe. She is the founder of the Alum Collective and she is the host of the Pivot to Passion podcast. Now listen, you'll hear my real talk conversation with her as it relates to an idea that she got while we were in a mastermind together. And you'll hear more about the event that she was able to execute in about three months. I know if you've heard me talk about events, you're like, Brie, what? Yes, she was able to do it and did it really, really well. And we get to hear the lessons learned that she took away from that with a little invitation maybe for each and every one of you to join her this year. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Christine. Christine, welcome to the Epic Event Podcast. I am so excited that you are joining us on these episodes where we get to hear from people who are doing it, people who are hosting events in the trenches. So thank you so much for being here. Let's kick things off with your epic intro. Hi, Brie. I'm so excited to be here and talk all about events because I am in the trenches right now. So I can't wait to dive in. But my epic intro is um, I just very quickly, I just um, did something like I was in my career for 20 years, feeling really unfulfilled, searching for what my purpose and passion could be. And it wasn't until in my 40s that I decided to start from scratch and do the uncomfortable thing and go towards, you know, finding what I truly wanted to do. So a lot of self-discovery and learning that um, I need to be around people and community and network. And that is what I do now in hosting um, a collective called the Illum Collective here in Denver for women entrepreneurs. I absolutely love that. Um, Not only are you hosting um, that collective and leading that mastermind, you're also a podcast host, which I absolutely love. We'll link all of this in the show notes, but I love that you really stepped out and had that aha moment for yourselves. But I feel like now you're guiding people through that process of Mm -hmm. rediscovery, of finding something new, of tapping into something deeper. And I think that's um, really, really valuable work even now. So thank you for that. 
for sure. Like that's most of our stories where we have to live those experiences in order to help others go through the same struggle that we went through. And it's definitely one of my biggest struggles that I was searching for and going through all my life that now that I'm on the other side, I definitely want to help as many people as possible to just help them in that transition and help them in that journey of discovering who they are too and find meaningful work or whatever that may be. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that so much. So we, I, I am really excited because like you mentioned, you are in the trenches now. I do want to talk about your 2020, look, what year are we in? 2022 <laughs> event? Yeah, you're yeah, last year, 2022. Yes, in December. So during that time, when I first heard about this idea, we happened to be in a mastermind together and you were like, hey, I think I'm going to do an event at the end of the year. So my little planner heart was just like, ah, wait, that is so quick. But I love, um, and one of the things that I really respect in all, because I am very much so like this too, taking massive action just really puts you in a, in a state of momentum where you're able to just unlock a lot of different things. Share about the event that you uh, curated in December and take us deep into kind of what it looked like the numbers, as much as you're willing to share. Yeah, I'm an open book. I'll share it all. Um, so yeah, we do every year I started last year, it's called the Higher Self Gala. And what had started when I created the community in January of 2022 is like I did have a vision of doing a gala because I just love events. I love parties. I just, when I was younger, I used to say that I wanted to be a socialite. I just like to entertain. And so a gala seemed like very fitting for me because I just wanted to go to one. So might as well create it. But what happened yeah. was I was afraid, like it seemed overwhelming. So I did start it late. I think I only launched it in the beginning of October for a December 1st event. So that didn't give me a lot of runway, but it's like when I have like a gut feeling, I just have to go for it. And I wasn't going in with the intention of the, having it be like this huge thing. I just wanted to go in and create this gallon. Whoever came, came. So I really tried to keep the cost as low as possible um, and not, going in with the intention that as long as I break even, I would be happy. So mm -hmm. that's kind of how I went in. And because I was so passionate, I was, it was really easy for me to share and just like why I wanted to do it, the transformation that I wanted them to have. I had a lot of intention behind the event of really like, what does it even look like to step into your higher self? And I didn't want it just to be an event of like inspiration because we all yeah. go to those and they're great. We all need inspiration. But I wanted like, what can we do to give people something of substance where yes. they will actually get something out of it, a true transformation and be able to take action from that. And so uh, I ended up breaking even in the sense of ticket sales versus my costs for the event. However, at the very almost near the last minute I knew okay so I do like mini events like I do brunches and I do workshops throughout the year and I've always yes. been stingy on the photographer that we do because mm. I'm like you know I don't have a big budget so I'm just gonna find you know somebody whether it's in the community or and I've never really been happy with the photos sometimes it's like you get what you pay for mm -hmm. and so what had happened was I was like if I'm gonna do this event all the time I need to invest in some really good photos and so, you know, Monica from Girl Squad Media, because she- Yes, love her. Shout out Powerhouse. to Monica. I was like, I need to have her because her photos, like, I just love them. And she specializes in events. Mm -hmm. But her cost was crazy. So I could only afford, I, I couldn't even afford her. So 
I knew that I actually only used her for the second day, the gala day, and I ended up finding someone more affordable the first day. Now in hindsight, looking back, I don't even use the pictures of the first day because I don't like them. And I love the pictures that she took the second day. However, I had already knew that the tickets that I sold versus the cost, I was already at a break even. So knowing that if I had hired her, that was not going to be an expense that I was going to recover. However, and it was $7,000. So Mm -hmm. I went in knowing that it was a marketing expense for my business. I love that. I love that you can clarify and separate that out because I think a lot of times people just look at these costs for events as sunk costs. And the reality is if your mindset is I need photos and videos because this is something that I'm going to do year after year, this is a repeat event, then you are able to make an informed decision about what you want to invest in. And like you said, compared to the other photographer, I know you use Monica's photos way more than you do the other. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just because you invested to get the quality that you were looking to get out. Yeah. And so I knew that her photos were going to help me not just sell the gala next year, but just overall give me um, brand photos for the company in general. So I knew that I was okay with spending that money as a marketing line item for the business, not for like you talked about for the event. So that's basically financially where that was at. Um, And we were at 50 people. So it wasn't like too crazy. I wouldn't call that like teeny tiny, like my brunches of 20 to 30, you know, not at all. That's yeah. So 50, I was like, okay, for my very first event, doing it in two months, I was pretty happy with that. And so that's how that went. And that was great. And then I don't know what else you need. No, you're good. I think that's really good from a um, breakdown of your 2022. And I think that gives really good perspective. So for all of our listeners, one thing that I want to foot stomp here is just she took immediate action. She followed her gut. She knew that this is something that she wanted to do. And can I just say getting 50 people at a first time event is a win. Okay. A lot of people are not able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a huge win that you should definitely pat yourself on the back with for those 50 people. The other thing that I would say, which I know a lot of people are like, <gasps> wait, but what about the photographer cost again? Remember that if you are as a business owner budgeting and thinking about your financials and the future of your business, there are going to be some investments that you make that make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And even in you trying to save a little bit on the that investment by splitting up that cost between two different photographers the photographers, you realize that the assets that you receive from them are positive. I You're utilizing that for this year, which is really excited. We're about to talk about this year um, and give you all a special invitation. But I think those are two really big notes that I really wanted you to share because mm-hmm. you are like in the trenches doing the thing. So for anybody who is afraid to step out and do um, have an event, host an event, or you're like, hey, it's too late for me to step out and do the thing that I want to do. Christine, what would you encourage them for someone who is like, I hear her story. I'm I'm right on the edge of jumping out there and trying it. What What encouragement would you give them or even lesson learned would you give them? Yeah, I think like even though I started the runway late last year, I was I did have the idea overall concept from the beginning. So what I was doing, I was getting feedback from the community. I was saying like, would a gala like excite you? Um, 
you know, and asking questions of what people wanted, knowing that people were really hyped when I talked about something like that, knowing that it wasn't, there wasn't an event like it in our area was exciting to people. So I knew that I was getting feedback and getting like asking questions of what they wanted so that I can implement it into the event. Um, so I would definitely like not wait until, you know, you have all your ducks in a row. I would just like, if you have that little idea in your head, start to talk about it with people and see what they say. You're going to get so many different ideas and clarity when you start sharing your ideas with other people. And so I knew that it was a thing where people were really excited about it. So I just went with it. And that's how, yeah, that's how that happened. But on this year, it's like, and be careful of like, because I got also once it was done and then I got the feedback of like, oh my God, I wish I was there. I have FOMO that looked like amazing. I want to come to the next one. You're going to hear all that hype coming off yeah. of an event for sure. But then I'm like, okay, well then we're going to go bigger. So then when I had planned this one, mm -hmm. and I don't know why I do this because I did this for a brunch too. I was like, okay, well, we did so good on this. I, it's going to be way bigger the next time, which usually is. But when you do that, then there's more at stake. There's more expenses. And yeah, we had a longer runway time. Like I started selling tickets in the summer. But honestly, it's like you never know. And now I'm like in the trenches where it's like we're three and two days, three weeks and two days away from the event. And I'm like, I don't want to say panicking, but like it's definitely in the back of my mind where I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, what do we need to do to sell these tickets? Because, you know, a lot of people sell by at the last minute. That's just how yes, it is. Absolutely. And that's what I was going to encourage you and our listeners to do. Noticing the ebbs and flows in your sales is really important because a lot of buyers, especially if they're local to where your event is, if you allow them to, they will wait till the last minute yeah. to purchase tickets. So I'm really glad that um, we were able to talk through before this and, and just give strategy around how do we encourage people to start committing and make the decision. Are you coming this year or not? And I yeah. think you're going to get a really great response and a wave of people who say, yes, they want to be in the room. They saw how exciting um, last year was and they want to be there. So um, Christine, please do share about this year. How can people uh, join in if they want to tap into their higher self? You know, where, how can they join you for this event that is coming up? Yeah, so it's December 1st and 2nd in Denver, Colorado, and it is a two-day event because, like I said, it's not just for inspiration. It's like, think of it as a retreat the first day. So instead of just speakers, they're more like facilitators of really a lot of the inner work that we need to do in order to become aware of what we truly desire, um, this new identity that you're going to step into, this next version of yourself that you're going to step into. Who is that woman? What does she want? It, it involves removing blocks and unbecoming of all the things that we were conditioned mm, with. Yeah. Every time we level up, every time we grow, there's always things that you're going to have to shed. So it's becoming aware, getting really clear on like self-awareness, self-discovery, and then what are the blocks that we need to release? And I'm so excited because the facilitators, like we're going to do it in real time, really do some energy work. And then the second day we always do movement mm. to, because when you step into this new energy, it's all about moving energy. So we always do movement. Um, it's a lot of intuitive heart led uh, speakers this year to really tap into 
I want everyone to tap into their intuition. And then, yeah, the gala part is the one that everybody's like, oh, I want to dress up and I want to like step in and like go to a gala dinner and go to a dance, which don't get me wrong. That part is so fun. Um, But it is the whole process of like, hey, what are we going through from the first day of self-discovery to then, okay, part of stepping into your higher self is now you have to embody your power, your newfound power and what you just discovered. And so that's what the gala is what's meant to do that but it's like also just gathering with women who are like like like-minded so it's a beautiful experience it's in denver it's not too cold people get afraid of the cold it's not that cold (laughs) don't be afraid guys you don't be afraid of cold glam in in cooler weather yes um we do have a lot of women coming out of town this year so i know that that was a thing last year because it was smaller and people are like oh that's just denver people but it's not like lots of women coming from all over Um, So come and experience this like transformational journey into the next version of yourself. I love that, Christine. This is going to be an amazing event. I'm really excited and I'm so, so proud of you doing it for a second year. I always like to say you are like where the woo meets the work and then it's like heart centered and focused in a community of women who are excited to see you thrive and grow. And I feel like if that is your vibe, you should absolutely Um, get your ticket. The details will be in the show notes. Um, And I'm really excited to see and hear from you. um, And and we'll open invitation, come back again so that we can talk about what that looks like for next year's events. Because each year you learn different lessons, right? I love year one. It was just starting and listening to your audience, which I hope you guys took that because that is a huge takeaway that we can all implement in our businesses right now is listening, asking questions of the, uh, the audience and implementing them quickly. And then the second part that you're learning for this year is um, how, what scaling and growth looks like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, growing too fast or not growing fast enough. What could, what does that look like? And how do you right size your event based off of your audience response? So I'm really excited how these lessons build upon each other so that you can continue to have epic events. So Christine, thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you. I am really excited. Um, And again, everyone, the um, details to the event will be in the show notes. I wish that each and every one of you make it an epic day and we will chat with you soon on the next episode. Is anybody tired of piecemealing their business together? I mean, seriously, I was looking for a sustainable system that could grow with me. And listen, y'all, I found the solution. It is FG Funnels. Put simply, you need tools plus strategy plus support to get that sustainable growth. And FG offers all of these things. I'm talking CRM, calendar scheduler, website, funnels, membership portal, messaging capability for email, text, phone, and more. Those are all the tools that I need to run my business. The strategy, let's talk about it. They provide done for you beautifully designed templates so you're never starting your website or your funnels from scratch. And each template is backed with proven sales psychology so you know exactly what messaging to put where. 
support oh they definitely don't leave you hanging they have how-to tutorials in the fg university and have a team of quick responding members who will answer all of your questions so feel free to delegate that new idea to maybe a teammate of yours and guess what they don't even have to be tech savvy to get it done if you are thinking about up leveling your systems for your platform and you want unlimited everything so that it can grow with you, I highly encourage you to check out FG Funnels and make the switch today. Thank you for listening to the Epic Event Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, drop a review or share with a friend. This has been a B. Carol Events Podcast. For more, head to www dot slash podcast.